Good morning, navigators. <sighs> it's been a week this week. You know, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I have been frustrated with my eyes lately. It's, you know, I've been dealing with this going blind thing my whole life. But sometimes it gets frustrating when I lose significant portions over time I get I get irritated guys I'm not gonna lie it gets irritating and right now I'm going through this period where you know how you have those those uh, dimmer switches well I'm in a period where the dimmer switch has been turned like way down and so I need a whole lot of light but then the problem is my eyes are really light sensitive so when there's a whole lot of light it's too bright it's it's just it's irritating and I get frustrated and then my headaches are getting worse and yeah it's it's just annoying so I've been a little extra cranky lately so you know the people that are around me are yeah well anyways see I just you know it's real it's life it's how it is and I'm doing the best I can to deal with it and you know I can sit here all day long until I'm blue in the face and tell you guys you have to have a good attitude you have to be a good example and you have to be positive and you know whatever and you know and I tell myself that just as much as I'm telling you guys that but it's it's a whole lot easier said than done when when you're right in the middle of it you know and uh, so so just know that you know I get it so when you're sitting on the other end and you're listening to me, don't be sitting there rolling your eyes going, yeah, easy for you to say. Because, no, I get it. I really do. I get it. Okay, so, you know, I was up last night. And, and y'all, I need my bedtime, okay? If, if you don't know me very well, I need my bedtime. I, when, when I'm tired, I need to go to bed, okay? And I was staying up last night. And when I say staying up, I mean like 9.30 is when I went to bed. And on a work night, that's late for me. Um, but I was staying up and I was, I was looking stuff up for this. And I felt myself getting more and more grumpy. And I was like, oh man, this is going to, this is going to go downhill really fast. If I don't, but I wanted to finish it. You know what I mean? And so, um, I'm saying that to say this, sometimes we push ourselves, right? and and we're our own worst enemy because we end up pushing ourselves and then we end up grumpy possibly making ourselves ill not getting enough rest you know and then of course we take it out on the people that are closest to us because we know that they're gonna forgive us because they always do right well just keep in mind there may be that one time that the person closest to you tells you you're a big fat jerk and they're tired of you taking your crap out on them I mean I'm just saying you know people don't want to be treated like crap all the time just because you're grumpy I'm I, I'm so, I don't even know where this is coming from it's 6 30 in the morning and I'm only like halfway through my cup of coffee so I guess I'm still annoyed from yesterday <laughs> I don't know hold on a second All right, let's get into this. So I've been talking about all this stuff about your eyes and diseases and all this stuff. And I realized I've never 
just sat down and talked to you guys about the eyeball. So today, we're going to talk about the construction of your eyeball. And then a couple other little neat, just little things that I found kind of cool. So let's talk about your eyeball. All right. And these, I'm going to use the clinical terms because that's what they're called. And I'll try and describe them the best I can. So you have your anterior chamber, which is uh, the front section of the inside of your eye where the, um, they call it the aqueous humor flows in and out. So it's your tear ducts, basically. Um, down in your, you know, it's your tear ducts is basically what that is, okay? Then you got your blood vessels, which you obviously, I hope, know what that is. Those are uh, the tubes in your eye that carries your blood, you know, to and from your eye, right? Your blood vessels, they do the same thing in your eye that they do everywhere else in your body. All right, then you have the, I don't know how to pronounce this, but I'm gonna say caruncle. Um, kind of like a carbuncle, but not the same. Ah, it is the small red portion of the center of the eye. And it contains something I can't pronounce and uh, um, modified sweat glands. It, it just helps keep the eye moist. Yes, I said. That's, that's what I said. Um, you got other parts. Let's see. You've got your choroid. Um, that is like the... Um, okay, you know when you, when you, when you pull down... No, I'm sorry. I'm lying to you. And I'm going to tell you... Some of these things are going to be kind of hard to understand as I'm reading them. But if you picture your whole eye, it's going to be easier easier to, to understand. Okay, so your chloroid. It is... I'm just going to read this. It is the thin, blood-rich membrane... membrane that lies between the retina and the sclera, sclera. I can't pronounce any of this stuff. Um, but it's responsible for uh, supplying blood to the out, the outer portion of your retina. Um, now, since we talked about the sclera, I don't know how that's pronounced. It's S-C-L-E-R-A. So, you know, if, if you're interested in looking that up. Um, and that's just, it's a part of your eye. Um, let's see. Well, actually, we'll get to that when we talk about your retina. Anyways, all right. So, then you have your ciliary body which um 
that's just basically the part that produces your tears. Um, you have your tear duct, which is where it comes out and flows through your eye, but that's the part where it actually gets produced. Um, then you get your cornea, which is your, your, your clear um, dome-shaped surface that goes over the front of your eye. Um, you got your, your lens, um, which is, it's, it's, it's the clear structure inside your eye and that focuses the light rays. We talked about that when we were talking about cataracts, um, and it focuses the light rays into your retina. You've got your lower eyelid, which color covers the lower part of your eyeball, which, um, you know, meets together with your upper eyelid when your eye is closed. Uh, you have your macula, which is the central portion of your retina, right? Which we talked about in, when we talked about uh, macula degeneration. It's the central part of your retina, and that's the part that lets you see details. Um, your optic nerve is that that bunch of nerve fibers that connects your um, your retina to the brain, right? And um, whoa. Anyway, um, your optic nerve carries all the, the signals of light, dark, uh, colors, all of that to your brain, um, in your visual cortex. And that is what sends it all to your brain to create the picture uh, with your photoreceptors. Uh, then you've got your posterior chamber, which is the back part of your eye, the inside of your eye, where it sits, not your eyeball, but the, where your eye sits. Uh, you've got your pupil, which is, uh, the opening in the middle of your iris, the little black part where light passes through. And then you've got the retina. Okay, your retina is light sensitive and it's, a, it's the layer that it lines the inside of the back of the eye, okay? And so the let, uh, the retina, oh my goodness. The retina um, senses light and dark and that sends those sentence, senses through the optic nerve to the brain. Uh, then you've got the suspensory ligament of the lens, which is just basically a, a bunch of, um, bunch of ligaments that, that connect the eye with the lens holding everything together basically is is pretty much what that is 
And then finally you got the vitreous body, which is the goopy stuff that um, fills the back part of your eye so that your eyeball doesn't just sink back into your head. So basically that's your eye. Um, there's lots of places online that you can go to, uh, you know, look at, um, pictures, uh, diagrams, all that kind of stuff. Um, different explanations. There's all kinds of, uh, uh, different levels of like um, learning this I got from Johns Hopkins. I like Johns Hopkins. They do a lot of research uh, on the eyes. And so I like to um, use them when I look up stuff, especially when it's, I'm not finding what I'm looking for at the Mayo Clinic. Um, we're gonna pause for a quick uh, coffee sip commercial break and then we're gonna talk about astigmatism. Yep, that's what we're going to talk about next after this commercial coffee break. All right. Let's see. So, I'm sure that you have all heard of astigmatism and that kind of thing. Nearsightedness, farsightedness, you know, all that good stuff. So, let's talk about astigmatism. We are going to um, go with the American Association of Ophthalmologists. Okay, they define an astigmatism as basically um, an imperfection in the curvature of the cornea or the lens of your eye. So your cornea and your lens, they're normally curved in a very smooth and even manner. And that makes it so that uh, the light, as it comes in, it can be focused and, and the rays can be directed um, straight. They can be focused and correctly directed to the back of the eye. Um, but you can't, when, you're, when your cornea or your lens is not smooth or um, bent uh, evenly, you have... If you've ever heard your doctor say, your eye doctor say you have a refractive error, that's what that means. It means that the, the light rays, they're not bent properly because of the way your cornea or your lens is bent. And, and they're, it's like a corneal astigmatism or a lens, 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 lensitical astigmatism depending on which part of the eye is not formed correctly and that can happen 
when your eyes are forming in the womb, it can happen. Like if you have an injury as a as a baby, um, it can it can happen. You can you can have an astigmatism just if you're near or farsighted. Just a lot of times that's what will cause near or farsightedness because if you have astigmatism, it won't matter. Um, you'll have blurry or distorted vision near, far, sideways, diagonal, upside down. It won't matter. Your vision's just going to be all cattywampus no matter what. And yes, I said cattywampus again because I really like that word. So if you're going to listen to this podcast for any length of time, you're going to hear the word cattywampus. So there you go. Now, the good thing about astigmatism is that even though they don't know the the cause, you know, genetics has a factor, of course. Um, you can get glasses or contacts or even have LASIK and pretty much get it cleared up. So if you have astigmatism, any type of astigmatism, you can pretty much get it taken care of and you don't have to worry about it. But you can, it can also be a, um, you know, uh, an issue down the line. Um, but again, you know, if it develops over time, you know, as you get older, or like I said, if you have an eye injury or whatever, um, it you still can get it taken care of. Um, it's not likely to lead to blindness or anything like that, unless you know you end up with a secondary issue. Um, but typically, you go get you, you notice if your vision is is funky. A lot of times, though, kids if if a kid has astigmatism, they won't notice anything, and so they'll just go on about you know, whatever, and not, it won't be a big deal. And so it, it, for kids, it's a little bit, it can be a little bit different because they won't notice. So it is important, you know, I, I, you know, preach to adults, get your eyes checked, get your eyes checked, get your eyes checked, but it's just as important for us parents, you know, and, and I didn't do it. I'm, you know, I'm not going to lie. I didn't take my kids to the eye doctor every year and of all people, right? I should have, but I didn't. I don't know why I didn't. I just didn't. It's not like they didn't have insurance. I just guess I didn't want to do it. I don't really know. <laughs> all right. So, let's have a little fun here. We're going to talk about eye color. Did you guys ever wonder why some people's eyes are different colors? Like, why do, why do you have blue eyes? Why does... My, why does my sister have brown eyes? Right? Why do my eyes change colors? Well, let's talk about it. In my last few minutes. Okay. So your eye color is determined by the, the amount of melanin pigment that you have. Um, the more of this pigment you have, the darker your eyes are. Like brown so the the lighter colors like the blues the greens and the grays they have less of this melanin i think i'm pronouncing that right but i may not be 
Um, and this is called heterochromia. And you can have complete heterochromia, which is where one eye is each a different color, right? So you can have one brown eye, one blue eye. You can have segmental heterochromia, which is where different parts of the iris are different colors. Now the iris is the colored part of the eye. Remember, we just talked about that in my little uh, list of parts of the eye, okay? So the iris can be different, parts of the eye can be different colors. And you can have central heterochromia, which is where the outer ring of the iris is a different color. That would be neat to see. And, you know, and, you know, typically it's just, it's harmless and kind of a quirky little thing. And it's, it's, it's rare, you know. Um, I think it said less than 200,000 people have it, have any of those. Um, but it can be a symptom of, of, excuse me, other medical conditions, all of which I cannot pronounce. So, um, now, when you have people that, like me, it seems like your eyes change colors. Really, your eyes aren't changing colors. It's just, it, it really basically all it is is your pupil changing size. Um, your pupil kind of changes size and shape based on the uh, amount of light that it's trying to let in. And so the size and shape and reflections and all that, my eyes will, sometimes they'll look blue, sometimes they'll look green. And that's really all that is. It's just reflections and the size and shapes of the pupils as it's letting light in. Um, now, I will say that um, sometimes eye injuries, glaucoma, certain glaucoma medications um, can uh, cause um, for this to happen. And, and simply because of the pressure that goes on in your eye, it can cause for the pupils to dilate and also with the fluid building up in there, it just can wreak havoc all over your eyes. And when you're, the fluid gets in there, it can distort um, the colors. Yeah, uh, the, the appearance of the color of your iris. And, but then in children, if you have a neuroblastoma, which is basically nerve cell cancer, um, that can be an indicator also. And with that, you, um, if you see your children have uh, droopy eyelids, um, that can be a an issue. Um, and then the other thing is eye cancer. If you have um, a dark spot on your iris, um, that's something definitely that you wanna check out. So, Basically, that's your eyeball. Those are some things about your eyeball. Now, let's end this with a couple fun facts.
All right, most rare eye color, green. About 9% of Americans have green eyes. Most common eye color, you got it, brown. 45% of Americans about have brown eyes. And let's just, while we're at it, let's just destroy some of our parents' myths that they all told us while we were growing up. Reading in low light will not cause astigmatism or make you wear glasses. Neither will sitting too close to the TV. How do you like them apples? All those times your parents told you, don't sit so close to the TV, you'll ruin your eyes. That's malarkey. It's a myth. Won't happen. So, you know what? Kids, sit on top of the TV if you want to. Ain't gonna hurt your eyeballs, none. You'll probably get a headache, though, because you can't, especially with these new TVs, you can't sit too close to the TV. You won't see the whole thing. Holy moly. Anyways, so there you have it. You guys got any questions, comments, snide remarks? I'm sure you got something. You know where to find me. Navigating Life with Lara and Garmin on Facebook. Garmin Navigates on Twitter. Oh, yeah, LinkedIn and WhatsApp, too, we got is uh, Navigating Life with Lara and Garmin. Garmin Navigates uh, at Outlook.com. And uh, I'm going to be doing a Facebook Live event on an upcoming Monday where I will be showing all my technology and how I am able to match my clothes and how I'm able to get on the computer and write letters and use the microwave and do all the little nifty stuff I do. And so I'm not sure what Monday I'm going to be doing that, but I will be doing that. So hopefully you guys will be around to check that out. And that'll be on Facebook Live and I have no idea how to do it. So it should be pretty fun to watch. And uh, yeah, so until then, have a fabulous weekend. I will have something something prepared for you guys on Tuesday, although I have no idea what it is, so be sure to uh, come check it out. All right, guys. Until then, have a great weekend. Be a blessing. Give out some smiles and some compliments, and I'll talk to you Tuesday. Later!